What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, between that bitter cold, holiday travel, and back-to-school season, it is primary respiratory virus time in the city right now. So, what are some of the best ways to take a sick day in Chicago? Axios reporter Carrie Shepard is here with the latest health data and to talk about her favorite comfort foods, TV shows, and best practices to survive January. It's Thursday, January 18th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. Carrie, welcome back to City Cash Chicago. Hey, Jacoby. So happy to see you. Always a good time to see you, my friend. Uh, right now, it feels like a lot of the people in my life are are sick, right? In in the last couple of weeks, I mean, people have tested positive for COVID. People are coming down with colds and flus. Uh, do, do the numbers bear this out? This isn't just happening to me, right? No, that's not just anecdotal. It's happening. And maybe, you know, some people won't be surprised. We're coming out of the holidays where you were, kids were home from school. People were visiting with their families. They were indoors. Obviously, when we're talking, we're in the middle of this frigid, terrible cold, so cold that CPS actually canceled school, which is a rarity. So the more we're sort of pushing everybody inside and sharing and breathing on each other, we're Mm -hmm. going to be passing these respiratory uh, illnesses back and forth. Officially, in Cook County, the uh, COVID-19 hospital admission level is medium. So that just means the number of people who are being admitted to the hospital for COVID is medium. Not everybody goes to the hospital for COVID because, thank goodness, we have vaccines. Um, But I know anecdotally, I've heard from people who have said, you know, if we if we weren't if I wasn't vaccinated and I had gotten this COVID, it would I would be in the hospital. It's I, it was a really bad case of it. So and a lot of people are already on their second, maybe third waves of COVID at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, the flu activity is high in Cook County and that bears out across the country um, just in. Chicago reports that there have been 25 flu-associated ICU hospitalizations, which I think is important to note, too, because I think there is a myth that it's just the flu. It's like a Mm -hmm. common cold. But the flu can be very dangerous and it can be deadly. And something that's a little different between COVID and the flu is that the flu, there can be pediatric deaths. We rarely hear now about pediatric deaths with COVID, but the flu can be really dangerous for very old people and then young people as well. What's the advice from public health officials that we need to stay tapped into right now? I mean, this is not going to be a surprise to you, but you have to get vaccinated. The vaccination rates in Chicago for the current COVID booster, this is 
12% in Chicago. And the numbers bear out that, you know, 75 and older have it. Very young people don't have it, probably because most of them think they don't need to get it. I did get it. We got it as soon as it was available. Um, and so those numbers are are lower. And also we've seen what we've seen, unfortunately, throughout the pandemic, which is that there are these racial disparities where fewer African-Americans and Latino residents in Chicago have this latest round of boosters. Some I think it's an education thing for all of us. Maybe people, like I said, don't think they have to get this one. Oh, I'm caught up. I got the four, you know, before I got the two sets before. But like new vaccinations are constantly created because there are new variants that are constantly coming up with the disease. So that's something to pay attention to. And flu vaccination rates across the state, maybe 26 percent is what Illinois reports right now on the current flu season dashboard. That means 26 percent of the state has gotten their flu shot. Important to note, you can get your flu shot at the same time as you get your latest COVID booster. I did get both of those together, but one of the things Yay, I, me too. one of the things I realized while I was at the CVS on 35th Street, in addition to the fact that they got hot crunchy curls, which I couldn't find nowhere else, I also <laughs> I also realized that more people were running into a situation where the nurse or the practitioner was telling them you have to pay out of pocket. And I wonder if that's mm. also scaring people away right now is they are unsure if their insurance is going to cover it. If, you know, at one point you just walk in, they go, they were throwing vaccines at you. Take, take right. them, take them. Now right. it comes with a price tag. You know, is, is there any clarity on like how people should approach that if they are, you know, afraid that they're going to have to pay out of pocket? That's a really good point and really good question. <clears throat> the thing I would advise is what CDPH would advise is they have city clinics all over. If you go to the Chicago Department of Public Health vaccine site, you know, this is, you know, they set up a really robust COVID-19 site um, in 2020. So there are city clinics that are you can go and those are free. But any of those public, you know, Cook County Health, um, any of those are it's going to be covered. It's going to be free. But I don't disagree with you. I think, you know, this is something I asked CDPH is that there had been such a focus on equity with the COVID vaccine in the beginning in that we had these mobile sites and that they, people were at CPS. They were essentially going to people, right? Where do you have to be anyway? I got to drop my kid off at school. I got to be here. I got to be downtown. They were going to people with the vaccine. That has, that has you know, um, teetered off a bit in that they still say, yes, equity is our, our main priority. Um, but there are still city and county clinics where these will be covered. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you could transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, 
your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I got to ask, what's your your personal mask philosophy right now? You always got it on you. Are you remasking when you're in restaurants and stuff again? So good question. And I'm interested in you just traveled overseas, how you mask. I always mask on transportation, on planes, on the bus, on the train. I mask in at CVS or Target, places like that, the grocery store, um, But, you know, we were at a friend's apartment for dinner on Sunday and we didn't mask. I had a group of friends over around the holidays in our condo with little kids who were sniffly and, you know, sure as hell we got sick. But nothing like the flu, nothing COVID. We tested, we tested, but just kind of your run-of-the-mill cold. Um, So I didn't mask in that situation. But most public places I'm still masking. How about you? I, I haven't been doing good. <laughs> You're I'm not, not even going front on it. No, I, I just haven't been doing good. I do typically have a mask on me. Um, I did wear my mask while I was in O'Hare and I was leaving. Uh, had it on me while I was on the plane. But then when I got there, I'm not even going front. I just I was not thinking about it. And that's even as my partner was masking. It was just yeah. something that I stopped paying attention to. But it is something that as I'm, again, paying attention to the numbers again, something that I'm reconsidering, right, as as I'm going back onto public transit and stuff uh, to bring my mask with me. I, a part of me probably is still the fact that I, I do test before I travel, uh, try to test before Good. I'm in, Good. like, Uh, proximity to a lot of people. Working at home sort of makes me feel very isolated all the time. Well, you clearly are taking it more seriously than many if you test. Like I said, I had this conversation with someone of like, you know, the numbers when they do start to tick down a little bit with COVID is I I think fewer people test. I think Mm -hmm. now people are like, I have a cold. We've all seen this since 2020. You're at CVS or wherever. Someone is clearly sick asking where the COVID tests are and they're not wearing a mask. I mean, it's just not part of the public consciousness as it was before. Yeah. So we've talked a lot right now about uh, about our physical health. But this is also a time right now where people are trying to prioritize their mental health. Right. The holidays can be very hard on people. Um, you know, the bitter code has us isolating inside mm-hmm. of our houses, disconnected from our community in many cases. I mean, there's a, a genocide going on right now. It's There's a lot for people to process. What are ways that you are prioritizing your mental health as, you know, the, the start of 2024 is here and kicking? Yeah. And all of that, plus we're gearing up for the presidential election, which I don't know about you, stresses me out a bit. I'm trying to prioritize my health as I always do, which is really relying on exercise a lot. And yoga is a big one for me that I sort of go back to in times of grief. The surgeon, U.S. Surgeon General, this isn't a tangent. I think it 
applies is he has been he has a huge has a big focus on mental health and he talks a lot about loneliness and that there's a loneliness epidemic plus they're connected when mm-hmm. you're anxious and stressed and tired it all plays a role I so I rely on exercise. You know, I try to eat healthy and not just be like, oh, let's eat heavy comfort food and home run in pizza. Um, (laughs) It's usually helpful. This is a known thing, too, in January, to your point, is that people come out of the holidays and a lot of people make life decisions like Mm -hmm. traditionally divorces go up. People say, I just need to get through the holidays. People will sell their house. I don't want to live here anymore. You know, people make big decisions at the start of the year that can cause a lot of anxiety. How do you prioritize, Jacoby? One thing I I have been trying to do right before I left and in the time that I've gotten back is I've tried to be very intentional about reaching out to my friends, check in on how my friends processing uh, what they're seeing every day, whether th- their families are impacted or not. I'm asking my friends, how are they making sense of uh, the, the sort of wave of crises that are taking place? And also asking my friends, well, in, in their own personal daily lives, what are the, the sort of mountains they're climbing, the goals that they've set for themselves that, that look like big obstacles right now? Uh, and so I've been trying to check in a little bit more, even as, like we said, these these negative degree days have gotten us, um, you know, more and more locked in in our homes. If, if you are sick, if you are taking a mental health day at home, if, if you are, you know, stuck in a house for you, what are your go to comfort foods? I know that that's that's a site for many people, uh, a warm meal, a, a a good dessert, something that sort of brings them comfort, brings them nostalgia that, you know, it makes January easy to bear. What are those comfort foods for you? Okay, so I'm going to switch it up a little because in comfort foods, but I'm trying to eat less dairy uh, because... Oh, me too, G. Me too. (laughs) It's so hard, but I'm trying to, uh, as a, I'm a migraine sufferer, and so I'm trying to do elimination diets, and often cheese is something that can cause people migraines, so I'm trying to cut out cheese. So, believe it or not, there are some pretty incredible vegan and vegetarian comfort foods, one that we make uh, from the Buddhist chef uh, cookbook, and you can find this online, is a shepherd's pie. So it's like lentils, veggies, and mashed potatoes, all vegan, and it is so filling and so good. Um, Also soups, you know, like stew-like soups. There's a great New York Times. Uh, I like how I'm saying this, like I cook these. I don't cook these. My husband does. <laughs> I don't cook, but you know, I tell him what I want. He's really, is a really good cook. Uh, this uh, turmeric chickpea stew that's in the New York Times. And then also like hot pots, pho, uh, any sort of like ramen. Those I was going to say ramens and curries. And curries. Yes. What are your go-tos? No, I, I'm in. I'm in the same boat. I'm all those soups are mostly. I'm. I'm so biased towards my mom's chicken noodle soup that I'm not a <laughs> nice. huge soup person. But I will get down on some some lamb curry. I, I oh, I've been on a ramen kick for the last like two or three months, and so <laughs> even when I'm not sick, I, I've been eating a lot of ramen. This I was gonna say that it's a, anytime. This is a real uh, shout out. This is a real callback for some listeners. I mean, that, we're not talking like 50 years. I'm not that old. But there used to be a place in Lakeview <laughs> called <laughs> called the Soup Box, uh, and it was on Broadway. Mm-hmm. 
It was all soups. But it's soup, soup box isn't around anymore. I, I noticed. I saw permanently closed, and I thought, damn, I could use some soup box right now. So when you think, ta- you know, not feeling good, take out, what's the, what's the restaurant comes to your head first? Oh, the restaurant? I mean, we don't get a lot of takeout. I mean, I would probably go up to Asia and Argyle and maybe get some tank noodle or something mm. around there. Uh, Indian food, Spice House is over by us, and Armitage is very good. Um, there are many, many ramen places, and there's always, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I feel like there's always every month they're like, this is the ramen This place. is the ramen. Uh-huh. And I'm like, is it? This is the ramen place? I don't know. It tastes <laughs> like it. So ramen san is a good one. Um, yeah. What is your go-to ramen place? I have been eating two in particular. Um, one is, I think it's called Caillou Ramen. And mostly okay. this is because it, it's what's available on Uber Eats. Okay. Um, and, and so that's one Wait, I, you re- get, I really you get, been rocking with. You get ramen delivered? I do. And they send it in this beautiful little kit. It's I love it. Okay, I'm always afraid to do that. Like, I'm like, there's no way this can be good delivered. But no, it, it, For some reason, it works. Uh, Caillou Ramen and Koru Ramen are two places that okay. I've ordered from. And they send them in, like, really nice kits. The broth, long as the broth is hot, I'm good because the noodles mix up pretty easily. Yep. The rest of the stuff go in there and get a couple extra lava eggs. But we end up satisfied uh, regardless of which one we go with. Um, all right, so besides the food that we're either ordering or making for ourselves, you know, maybe we sleeping or we catching up on TV and movies. And let's be real, C chef, me and you, this is probably what we text about the most. In addition to checking up on each other is, Oh my God, did you see this? Are you caught up on this? Are you caught up on this? Uh, so let's let the people know what we watching right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you and I are both, we both finished for all mankind mm-hmm. on Apple TV. This was, um, I'm going to hold off on, well, I'll just say it. This was not my favorite season. I don't know that there was a ton of, I feel like there was a little lack of action this season. Okay. A little. For, for people not familiar with the show, it's basically about the space race between the United States, Russia, and, and other uh, M7 countries, as, as they call it in the show, and sort of what happened if the space race went a different way. And so we're five seasons into the show, and at this point, there are people who are, there are groups that are working on Mars, are yeah. working on the moon, and now they're trying to mine an asteroid capture and mine an asteroid that has been the the story plot this entire season it's a very uh like riveting story like just the entire world for all mankind but but you know this it 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 had it took some episodes to ratchet up i thought the last few kind of picked up the action a little bit it was a little it was slow it was slower for sure there's usually a few times every season there's someone hanging off the space shuttle, just, float, just floating in space, hanging on to a, like a cord. And I'm like, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm like, wiped out. I'm like, there's no way that's how space works. That you can just no hang way. out like, like bro that. Bro was hanging right next to an engine. So there's some uh, there's some moments like that that I'm like, oh god. But it's overall it's a good. Uh, there is a there are a lot of human good stories in there. And I I you know this is another thing I was thinking. We started True Detective on HBO, mm-hmm. and it was all filmed in Iceland, and it's based in Ennis, Alaska, which I think is a fictional town. But it's so cold and dark, and I was like. Oh my god! I feel like we're living in this right now—the cold and the dark—and I. So I feel like we. 
there's a lot of this season. I, I watching a, a lot of, and that's in Fargo too, is like in mm-hmm. Minnesota and North and South Dakota. It's just, it's cold. So those are some shows I'm snuggling up with right now. Is there anything Chicago specific, whether it's books, whether it's TV, uh, something that you're, you're gravitating towards right now? You know, I'm looking forward to reading our mutual friend and colleague, Ariane Nettles' book mm-hmm. um, about Black creativity in Chicago. Uh, I am reading a, yeah, actually a book about, that my colleague Monica Ang gave me about Chicago landmarks. What are you reading? You're always reading something interesting. I didn't have a ton of time in 2023 to read a lot of books, which is pro- what, uh, one of the reasons people are going to see City Cat Chicago didn't do a lot of book episodes last year. We, I didn't read as much as I wanted to. So I'm, I'm easing my way back in. And one of the books of 2023 that I really wanted to read uh, was from Jose Oliveira's Promises of Go, his poetry collection. Uh, obviously, Chicago has such a deep bag of great poets. Shout out Nate. Shout out Eve. Shout out Avery and so many others. Uh, and Jose's book is one that has come highly recommended. Um, and Ari's book uh, is called We Are the Culture, Black Chicago's Influence on Earthing on everything. Uh, so we talked about some of the things we're reading, some of the things we're watching. What are some other sick day comforts you want to pe- put people onto, whether it's a, a local tea shop you like, a, a place to get good plants? That, that was one of the things I was thinking about. <sighs> Jacoby, I'm that's a bit of a trigger, the plant thing for me, because I just killed one and I'm about no! to kill a second one. I asked my mom for she said, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, nothing. I'm I'm 40. You don't need to give me a present. But she I said, all right, a plant. She got me this beautiful peace lily. I don't know if you've ever seen these. They're yes. huge. Yes. Yes. And you're like, definitely not the only person killing peace lily. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That thing <laughs> just started to droop, droop. Through, and I'm just like trying to desperately bring it back and it's not coming back. <laughs> and uh, I'm just watching movies and getting stuff done from home. Although I will shout and plug this. Saturday it was very cold after the gym. Went to Sugar Moon uh, Bakery in mm-hmm. Logan Square on Brightwood. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know about you, but like now places always have a line getting in. And I'm like, what's with all the lines? And there's a lot of hype about a lot of places. This place. This place lives up to the hype and the prices are very good and very reasonable. You know, these are not $8 cookies. It is some of the best stuff I've ever had. It's so good. I'm not even kidding you. It's so good. And I ran into a friend. We had a great time in line. The line went faster because we were, <laughs> but God damn, those are, I would strongly recommend those. Strongly. Okay. Um, on the, on the flower tip. Like, I know people love to give, like, get well bouquets. A couple of things to think about. You know, if someone is sick, just make sure you want to get things that have maybe low pollen, not okay. a lot of fragrance in them. Uh, okay. Because you don't want to make a, a bad day even worse for somebody who's sick. And then also consider, because we don't have a lot of sunshine, go with bright things. Yellow flowers, pink flowers, orange flowers. Consider orchids, tulips. And when you get people, like, bouquets versus, like, sort of plant plants, I think more people expect the bouquet to eventually sort of make its way out of the house. Versus yep. if you try to give somebody a peace lily or uh, monstera or something, you know. You're giving I- I them a responsibility. Yeah, I killed a few money. <laughs> trees that people are giving me so hey consider a bouquet versus like a plant plant uh during this time love so, that love that it's so true it's like you give someone a plant and you're like here you go 
I'm setting you up for failure. You're welcome. Carrie, we've talked about so many beautiful things today. Ultimately, this was just an excuse to talk to you, my friend. So I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Thank you. I'm so happy to see you. I was going to say that makes me feel better to see you guys. So thank you for having me. Hey, that, that, that was one of our tips. Check in with your homies. And hey, that's Check that's why we brought homies. you here. Check, checking in with the homies. Before I let you go, for more news and events, you could turn to our website, chicago.citycast.fm. And to get all of the latest in your inbox every morning, subscribe to our Hey Chicago newsletter. Now, you know, I'm going to leave you with some good news. I know the temperatures are dropping and the snow is piling back up. Hey, if you enjoy getting out in the cold, you could join Big Marsh Park this Saturday from 12 p.m. to 3 for their Polar Adventure Day. They're going to have some bird watching, storytelling out there, building snow people and a guided winter hike. They also going to have plenty of hot cocoa for you, too. You can learn more at the link in the show notes. As always, we appreciate you for listening, reading, DMing us, signing up to become a member. Meet us back here bright and early tomorrow for our Friday News Rewind. I'm going to talk to you then. Peace. I also have ended up on uh, a bouquet TikTok with people putting together really elaborate floral arrangements. This is real? Oh my gosh, I love this. That I have enjoyed.